In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Generally speaking, he would rather have you respect him than love him. When you disrespect him, it's like taking a baseball bat to his cojones. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From men in the arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we, we salute, salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. We're going through our Ask Me Anything series, and I'm Jim Ramos, here with our host, Dale Culver. I don't know. I think I went radio voice on that one a little bit too much. And I'm the co-host, not the host. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was so busy focusing on my cool radio voice yes. that I messed up the whole thing. So, hey, do you got a man <laughs> word for me? Yeah, my man word today is influencer. And uh, I think there's, there's uh, for us men, we need to realize that we are an influencer. Yep. And uh, so we need to take that seriously and, and uh, think about how you carry yourself. And uh, there are people watching, especially your children. Gosh, they pick up on everything. My son said something this morning. I went, hold on a second. Where did you hear that? And and I know I used to say it. And he goes, I learned it at school. And I went, thank you, Jesus. He lied. <laughs> Little sucker lied. <laughs> and then later on, he mentioned that I he might have heard me say it. I'm like, dang oh, it. Yeah, there you dang go. It. He's like, I got your back, Dad. <laughs> yeah. He waits till Mom leaves the room. Dad, it was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got to be careful. So well, you know, gotta love that guy, man. He's such a good kid. <laughs> anyway, hey, um, uh, so here's a question that a wife asked. This is Ask Me Anything series. And so we've got a couple questions from women. And the women are the silent kind of majority listening to this podcast. Uh, there, I shouldn't say majority, but there is a large group of women that listens to this podcast and they listen to become better wives. They listen to learn how their husbands think. And for you women out there, we appreciate you, uh, man. We, our hope and our dream and our passion is that your man becomes a man who loves you better and that your life becomes better because your man is getting it. So yeah, feel free to ask us questions, and uh, we, you know our our target audience is actually the man in the arena. You know, but but every so often we want to throw a sneaky one in here for the women. So, women, here it is. Here's a question: How could a woman better equip her husband to ensure a successful and awesome marriage? That's a good question. <laughs> Dale's over there pondering. He's got this deep thought. Mm. I have five things, Dale. All right, here are my five things. The first one is this, ladies. Uh, there's a song, and it goes like this. You've got the power. 
<laughs> you need to understand how much power you have. I'm talking about sex. A healthy man, generally speaking, will be the one driving the sexual relationship in a marriage. Typically, especially when the children come. I, I, I should bring my wife on the show to talk about this because she has done so phenomenal uh, in taking care of me. Women, I just tell you two things. You know, uh, Well, first of all, 1 Corinthians 7 says, do not deprive each, deprive each other. I think every woman, every man needs to read that and realize that this is, a, this is talking about sex. You know, God lays out this plan in 1 Corinthians 6 saying, hey, one man, one woman, monogamous relationship. You know, this is what I've designed marriage to be. But then in verse in chapter 7, he says, hey, don't deprive each other. You know, so this is important for us to understand this. So I would say women need to really understand that. Do not deprive your husbands of sex. And I would say initiate it. And if if initiate it as often as you can and if your spirit is open to him if he has done nothing to close your spirit then i would say uh when he wants to make love do it that's what i would say now i realize there are times when he's closed your spirit he said something to you that's hurt you and i realize those times it's different i'm acknowledging that and i'm acknowledging there could be a medical thing and i acknowledge the menstrual cycle which really is still not an excuse. You don't have to make love to him, but you can actually take care of him even during the menstrual cycle. So uh, I, I know there are a lot of variables there, but I'd say generally speaking, women, I think sex, you, you have the power. You want to say something. You say. Yeah, what if he's abusing you by not putting his shoes where they go or hanging the towels up? Well, that's, right? first of all, <laughs> I don't like to use the word abuse. I think it's thrown around too flippantly, and that's one of the ways it's thrown around flippantly. So let's just use the, word, the phrase closed spirit. If your spirit is closed because of him, you need to communicate that to him, and he needs to open your spirit, right? Uh, because you've done, he's done something that has closed your spirit to him. So that's the first thing I would say to realize that you've got the power. Uh, use sex to your advantage. I'm use it to your advantage. Number two, affirm something that he does right. Affirm him when he does. Women have notoriously, uh, infamously, been guys gals that nag their husbands and they're always on him about something and i understand that and i i understand that we need that okay i'm not saying don't get on your husband and don't tell him what needs to be done but i would say when he does it right man you need to like throw a party oh thank you so much when you rubbed my feet last night that was so life-giving to me i felt loved my wife is using this phrase lately that says you love me huh i go yeah how do you know well i just saw it so she's been saying that you love me don't you so find a way to affirm him when he does it right we want to do it right a good man wants to do it right when you start nagging us, that's a disrespectful thing, and we shut off our spirits to you. Which goes to my which goes to my next point, which is always approach him from the angle of respect. Generally speaking, I say this because there's always the you know the exception, but generally speaking, and Je- Ephesians chapter five verses twenty two to thirty three are proof of this. He would rather have you respect him than love him. When you disrespect him, it's like taking a baseball bat to his cojones. You, it's like hitting him below the belt. Men, man, it's it's like taking a high pressure uh, hose and and you know bending it over so there's no there's no air going through that hose anymore. Mm-hmm. A man desperately, he's desperate for you to let him know that you respect him, that he that he has what it takes. 
So that's the third thing. So the first thing is you have the power, give him sex. Second thing is affirm when he does it right. Third thing is always come at him from the angle of respect. And the fourth thing is brag about him publicly in front of him. Look for opportunities when your husband is present. Listen, ladies, when you do this, he'll just hand you the credit card. Yeah. Here, go buy something nice for you. (laughs) I mean, when you brag about him in front of others while he's in the presence of your bragging, you just watch what happens to him. I challenge you to do that. Watch what happens. I mean, when my wife brags about me, to me, that's one thing. But she brags about me in front of other people. Man, I'll tell you what, she can have whatever she wants. And if she's listening to this, uh, don't hold it against me, honey. Number five is tell him you believe in him and that he has what it takes to be. And then tell him he's great at blank. Tell him he's great at stuff. Tell him you believe in him. You're so great. You are a great lover, honey. You're a great. You're so great at providing for our family. You're so great at fixing things. You're so great at coaching our kids. Find areas that he is really good at and excels at. And just brat. Tell him about those areas. Tell him that you believe in him and tell him he has what it takes. We we men live with this question that kind of is an undercurrent of our lives. Do I have what it takes? And when the most important person in his planet, his world, you tell him that it's a life-giving event in his life. So mm-hmm. anything you want to add? Is, did I miss anything there, Dale? I'm sure I did. No, all that stuff's so important. And I'll say this, that when we want respect, we care about you respecting us more than loving us. But when you respect us, that is, we feel the love. That is loving us. That, that is loving it's synonymous us. for a man. You respect a man. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's huge, so that's all I'd say. It's, yeah, that's that's. Hey, drop the mic, buddy. It's over. Drive us all right, home. Mike is being dropped right now. Men, make sure you head over to menofthearena.org and grab your free copy of Tell Them What Great Fathers Tell Their Sons and Daughters. Then, while you're there, click join our program and join one of our international virtual teams. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out and be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.